0: Yes, people, it is episode 43 of Griff's Brain Dump, and it is me, Griff. Obviously, it's me. Um, well, I've got a red line there. Red line means I um I shouted too loudly. Did I hurt your eardrums? Did I hurt your little eardrums? Oh, no. Oh, no. heard oh, gunshots. Run. Run. <laughs> oh, what happened? What happened this week? Friday, man. Try to talk about my radio show and I said I can't, I can't really go into it. Because so I want to kind of mock people a little bit. But I shouldn't mock people. If you don't know, if you live under a fucking rock. Um, what happened Oxford Circus? Terror attack. Van crashed into a shop and gunshots. People were just running for their lives. People locked in shops. Ollie Murs was there. It was nuts. Only to find out it was just two men having a fight do man. having a fight on the platform, only one person bumps into another, you know what it's like on the tube, on the platform, it's all a bit crowded down there, it's, you know, Black Friday sales, you're there trying to buy shit that you can never afford in the first place, oh look what i got, I've got a coffee machine, I've got a coffee machine, it only cost me 250 quid, how's that a deal, well it was, it's been reduced down from 300 quid. Oh, brilliant, mate. But you don't drink coffee. You haven't even paid your electricity bill. So how are you going to plug it in? No, but it's a deal. I've got a deal. I saved 50 quid. No, you didn't. You spent 250. That's what you did. Now, unless you... let thing these sales here. Yeah? Unless you're buying something that you already had your eye on buying. And you just wait for the price to drop. Then you've won. But when you've just gone out and you wasn't actually going to buy anything in the first place... And then suddenly you just thought, like, oh, ah, oh, it said it used to be this price. Now it is a lower price. I'm going to buy this. And then you are so stupid. You think you've actually saved the money from the reduction they just wrote on the board. No, you haven't. You haven't saved anything. You just spent the money on an item that you had no intention of buying until you saw it advertised in your face. You've been duped, You'd been suckered into the Black Friday deals. Oh, well, that's nothing with Black Friday as well. People on Facebook trying to be super woke. Hey, so woke. Black Friday should do with slavery. Read a fucking book. Yeah, do your Googles know how easy it is just to follow a fact that the sounds good, right? You don't have to read up. It's easier. I've got some knowledge and I'm not to do any research myself. Like yesterday, I was at my friend's house and he offered me a drink while I was eating. I said, oh, I don't drink while I'm eating. He said, oh, like a duck. And I was like, yeah. Is that what ducks do? And he just started laughing because no, I don't know. See, but I could have just ran away with that. I could have ran away with that. Told the next person, "Hey, guess what? Ducks don't eat when they drink. Fact." I and mean, you would have heard that. You would have told another person, and all would have been baseless, absolutely baseless. But this one, we're talking about maybe that ties into you know what happened at Oxford Circus. People didn't even hear a gunshot. They were told they heard gunshots, and then they just ran. It's like, oh no, someone's on the platform with a gun. Run. Although there's few people who said they were in the shops and they heard gunshots. Now I'm not sure they did. They may have heard a banging. Because when you're told there's a gun in the area and then you hear a bang, you're likely to think that bang is a gun. But if you were told there are no guns in the area, and you heard a bang, you probably be like, ah, someone probably just dropped something in the shop. Makes sense, right? I think that makes sense. So I don't think there's there's no conspiracy. There's no cover up. You no, know, it just it makes no sense. They couldn't even find the guys who were actually having the fight, because they probably heard that what there's guns here, run. They're probably running from a gunman, not knowing they're the supposed gunmen. I don't know, man. There's one guy who's uh, drinking a like a, a spritz. I don't know, manly drinking a spritz um, just near <laughs> around the corner. He was like, I refuse to move. I am not scared. It's a, he looks like a big man now because there wasn't actually any you know terrorist incident going on there was no gunman but if there was a gunman and he got shot because he was the only one in the street drinking a bloody cocktail then um, you wouldn't look so smart then would you so I think everyone reacting to what they thought was you know imminent danger you did the right thing running away but people calmed that fuck down let's have a look Cause the stampedes and stuff minor injuries people got so all in all big much ado about nothing but how's your week been people how's your week tell me go on i'll I'll be quiet for a bit you just talk talk at your phones talk at your computer i don't know how you listen to this just talk just talk at your soundcloud account just talk itunes i don't know just talk yeah oh really that's interesting Alright, enough about your week. What about mine? So, obviously my week, like yours, starts on a Monday. And um, as usual, I've got this trip to Malaysia with my work and um, doing these rehearsals. So I can't even describe what we're doing. It's really hard to describe. But it's an annual dinner and we sing and dance on stage for five minutes. That's what we're doing. Dressed as fairies. That's the theme. Eco Wonderland. We're fairies. There's a team of wizards. Team of elves. uh, Team of bunnies. And I'm not sure what the other team are. What else would fit into that? Elves, wizards, bunnies. We're fairies. There's another kind of woodland creature going on. But uh, we've got the fairies. So that's that's great. And... um, (laughs) So I went to rehearsal with that after work. Then went to play football. I need to lose my fucking gloves. And I hate... This is why I don't like buying things that are of have any real value. Like gloves and hats. These are super dry gloves. I think they cost me something stupid, like 20 quid. They were warm. Granted, they kept my hands warm. But now I've lost them. Heartbroken. See, if there was some shit pair of gloves that I just got for like £5, £6... Yeah, it's inconvenient that I lost them, but yeah six quid, twenty pound gloves. I wanna lose those, so I need to buy a new pair because I've got poor circulation in my hands. My hands get all cold, stuff. But yeah, got I did that on Monday, Tuesday, gigs, Tuesday night. Um, had a was that T N T. They relocated to Central London. Have a little drinking contest at halftime in the show. Winner gets a prize. I was runner up. I got a tin of sardines. Thought, ah, I'm hungry. I'll open the sardines at the gig. I only used to spill sardine juice all over the stage and all around the back of the comedy room. So the room stank of fish, and I'm not sorry about it. Not sorry about it. I um, I got to eat, and yeah, I might have ruined it for the fo- comedians following me because I have to perform with like fish oil on the stage. But yeah. It's all part of the gig. You'll make them grow as comedians. And then Wednesday. I um, the normal day I work? Oh, actually, my promotion at work got announced. Yeah, that's why I got promoted at work. See, I do the comedy thing. I do the podcast thing. But I'm also pretty decent at my day job as well. So I got promoted for that. ka Nice one. I do it for the love. I do it for the money. It's what I, it's what I live for. The love and the money the yeah, money, so, got my Cardi B on, got to make some money moves next year, and you know, got, got to be sensible, I'm going to be 30 in a few weeks, what, what are we, we are 26th of November, so, woo, that's like 7 weeks, 6 or 7 weeks, I'm going to be 30 years old, <sighs> no, nah, moving fast. Like, everyone gets older. Like, I'd be annoyed if I was the only person getting older, but everyone gets older, so it's okay. It's okay. And I have no fear of dying, so... um, I have fear of dying, you know, on a kind of self-preservation level. You know, I'm not just going to walk in front of an oncoming train. I'm not like that, no fear of dying. I just mean, when you die, you die. I'm not really occupied by the thoughts of dying or my ego is not actually that big consider i'm a guy who talks on a podcast by himself thinking that i've got that much importance that i can just do this i actually i don't have that much of an ego as a guy who talks on stage in front of at times hundreds of people telling jokes because i think i'm funny I don't actually have that much ego in the sense of when it comes to the idea of dying. I just think you just die. You just go. Poof. Gone. I think you die twice actually. I know which philosopher said this. But I agree with it. You die once when you physically die. You're buried in the ground. Or you're Yep. Or abducted and your body's not found. Wait, I don't know how you're going to go. Yep. You die then. second time you die. Is the last time your name is mentioned. So you don't actually know when they'll ever be because your name could not be mentioned forever Like you could die obviously your kids will talk about you your grandkids will talk about you and then it just starts disappearing and people stop saying your name and you haven't actually contributed much into the world because you've got to remember most of us aren't going to contribute much to this world but like other than within our own selfish world view like oh yeah I've got my kids I'm, I'm a father I'm a mother. I'm a brother. Like, like, alright, cool. You're important to those people in your family. Lovely. But on a world basis, there's not actually that many people who everyone knows in the world who actually changed the course of history. So you're just going to be one of those, you know, think about 500 years ago, how many like little pig farmers there were in the countryside of England? We don't know their names. They're fucking nobodies to us in general. So they're dead Dead. People are like Egyptians, yeah? Yeah, you got Cleopatra and Tutankhamun, all those guys. But what about all the other just regular Egyptians? One just ran a little shop in Cairo or in Memphis, say? What about them? They are dead, dead. Their skeletons are found. It's like, oh, mm, this is an Egyptian man. 16th Dynasty Egyptian man. No name. He's described by your bones. That's what most of us are going to be.
1: That
0: is what most of us going to be. I can't even remember what point I was making. I can't remember what point I was making. But that is what most of us are going to be when we die. So, you know, my ego. I have an ego. That's what I was saying. Getting older. There you go. I remember us talking about that. Anyway. Then Thursday, I had another gig at Divine Comedy. You may have seen the poster for that. That was really fun. Um, guys, yeah, it's, it's kind of... It's always auto because the guy hosting it, his name's Danny, Danny Walsh, Danny Boy Walsh, his stage name, the guy I'm doing my half an hour with. Um, he should be on the podcast next week, actually. He should be, should be. If all things go to pass, he should be on the podcast next week. And, you know, his mum was in the crowd, which is lovely. And then when you're there on stage trying to tell, you know, a highbrow, you know, p- political, topical, wank joke, it's. You know, it's uh, it makes the dynamic of the room weird when your friend's mum's in the room. But I powered through. I told it. I told my joke. So like, no one's got to stop me telling jokes. Telling the jokes I want to tell. Like I said I've got no ego, but this show's about me. It's about me. All right. Then Friday, uh, obviously that was the Oxford Circus um, non-terrorist attack that happened melt the, the what? Actually, that's the thing about it as well, right? Right. So this is how sensitive we are as a nation about terrorism. So in in my office, me and my me and my mate at work, uh, we we're very just we're very similar people. We may have different views on things, but we're very similar. We have very like logical views on things. So he goes, "Have you heard about the incident at Oxford Circus?" I'm like, "No. What's going on?" He says, "Oh, uh, don't know. Stations shot, da da, da da Apparently, there's been gunshots reported." I go, "Oh, what? Like, is it terrorism?" He says, "Well, that hasn't been said yet, so we don't know." Ah, cool, wicked. We all we're all looking at Twitter, all looking at the news. That's what it says. I listen down the office now. I hear one person going, "Have you heard about the terrorist attack in Oxford Circus?" <laughs> it's just like, "What? No." No, there isn't. It hasn't been. Why are you just flinging out the word? You can't just call it a terrorist attack. You, you're not even there. I didn't, no one's even reported there's a terrorist attack. And I mean, it's just a frenzy. Everyone wants to get the news out first. Or get a story out first. When they're reporting news, they're reporting stories. Because then like when people talk about the van crashing to the shop, that was from two weeks ago. But Daily Mail Online is so quick to get some details out to people that they just read someone's tweet and were oh, yeah 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 that's it. We'll run with that bit of information. So the same like like the girl there's one girl who actually tweeted oh my god there was just a fight on the on the platform and everyone panicked and started running. That tweet didn't really get much attention. Didn't get much attention because why it's not a sensational story no. You know, like Tommy Robertson came on going, How long is it before it's a jihadi, Muslim, Islamic, yeah, 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 yeah? <laughs> and he just started going into going into one. No details have been released. And people just jumping on it. And then when I was going home, I was going home to uh, go watch Ori Styler um perform his straight up tour. He had his extra date in Wembley. We'll get onto that. We're we'll gonna we're gonna get onto that, we'll get onto that. I'd on um I had to get a cab. I had to get a cab there, right? So I getting a train. I was going to drive to Ori's thing in Wembley. But uh, I couldn't because of flipping James Arthur's performing at Wembley Arena. Meaning there was all parking restrictions around the whole area of Wembley. And that's where Ori's performance. So I couldn't drive. I had to get a cab. I get in the cab. The mad says again, you hear about the terrorists in the Oxford Circus? And I was like... Well, it hasn't been confirmed as terrorism. So, um, thanks for the attempted small talk, and you went in heavy there. But um, no, no, there isn't any terrorist attack. We don't know that yet. It hasn't been confirmed. He goes, oh no, I mean, uh, yeah, like those gunshots and everything. I go, again, that hasn't been confirmed. That's just reported to may have happened. You said, well, I mean, oh yeah, I guess I don't know. I go, yeah, that's 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 how you should have started your your conversation. I don't know what happened today Don't don't try and start Delivering facts to me When you don't know Delivering facts Like ducks don't eat While they drink You can't be just delivering These fake facts Fake news can't be delivering it But Got to Ori's gig You know Obviously I couldn't drive So I had to start drinking When I was there Because this is what You do on a Friday I'm going to sit on my own Sober That's weird was sitting on my own drinking that's normal. <laughs> but um but Babaton Day was opening for for Ori. they absolutely murdered it. He absolutely murdered it, he did. It was he was brilliant. He was actually brilliant. Um host um, hosting um, the night and then Ori came on and he was it was great. He was great. um just enjoyed the show, man. I just enjoyed the show. But, 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 this isn't anything to comedians. It's just people nowadays can't watch live events. Can't fucking enjoy a live event there and then. And you know what I'm, t- I'm going to talk about. The phones were out. Fucking morons. Just there watching it, just with their phone out, through their phone. It's like, oh my God, this is so funny. I need to record it. No, you don't. Just sit there. You're there. I don't get why people have to take photos and record everything they're doing. Go, oh, so you remember. It's like you remember more if you actually just enjoy the moment. And if you see a photo that of something that you didn't remember, it's like, well, how much does it actually mean if you can't actually remember it? I guess if it triggers a memory, maybe. for All right, photos, I accept. But videos, no. Videos can never capture what you actually experienced there and then. It's just like it's just pointless to me. Like who are you showing it to? People who weren't there, they won't get it because you've tried to capture an hour show with a fifteen-second clip. That's not going to work. And you know, people can claim you take photos for yourself, and stuff. No, that's say, if you don't remember it, then it just it didn't happen. It doesn't matter. Because what's going to happen now? You see the picture, you don't remember what it's to do with. What if you get Alzheimer's when you're older? But you won't even recognise your own face in the picture anyway. So what's the point? I don't get it. And yet the point of taking photos and recording things all the time. Here's the thing that pissed me off the most. right, People are there. They're enjoying the show. That's great. So they're enjoying it so much. They've got to record it. Okay, I hate you now. But they spend all that time recording on their phone. Fucking two minutes later, their phone's ringing. What? So you're telling me you spent all that time playing with your phone, but you couldn't check that your phone was on silent? You're a dickhead get out leave leave. we said just leave the show it's people like you that make me want to stop this planet and get off i'm telling you I just can't stand it And i guess then different people it's a new experiences like i forget because i do comedy that i watch comedy a lot and i know the etiquette of watching a live event like being quiet like it's not your time you you've got to remember there's other people there. But a lot so many people watch comedy, like they're watching something on TV. It's like, it's, it's weird to me. Like, you're, you're adults. Like, surely you've been to a cinema, you just sit there quietly. But it's just nuts. Like, you literally go to a comedy show. Someone will tell a joke on stage. And someone will laugh really hard. Cool, laugh as hard as you want. And then they'll literally reach over, like, two or three scenes. Go, oi, 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 my, That's... Do you hear what he just said, said? That's you. That's you, fam. That, no, that's you. That's you, brother. That's you. <laughs> that joke That's you, fam. That's you, you know. He's talking about you, fam. Yeah. Yeah. they like, now, they've lost all focus, lost all track of what's going on stage. That look at stage. It's like, <laughs> what's my man saying now on stage? What's he what's he talking about now? What's that? What's that? What's he saying? What? What's he talking about food for? He's. Nah, man. He used to be talking about girls a minute ago. What's going on? What's good? I don't know what's happening now. Right? Let's, let's, yeah. Let me just let me just check my phone, innit? it? Anyway. Oh, what's going on? Let's go on my phone. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Oh, it's funny, you know. Let me let me just start recording this one, didn't it? I want this on a Snapchat. Yeah, t- funny. And then play, playing back the video that you just recorded. Just all, no, all noise. Just all noise. Maybe I'm a snob. Maybe I'm some kind of live performance snob. When I go to the arts, when I go to see live... ...comedy... ...or theatre... ...one must abide by the etiquettes of... ...the theatre... be quiet... ...don't record on your phone... ...no it's just... ...I don't know... ...it just seems like self explanatory to me... ...like you shouldn't have to be told this shit... ...but... ...it happens... ...but... ...anyway... ...it was a really good night... ...really good event... ...enjoyed it... ...there's one thing though... There's ...there's one bit... ...this is... ...a bit of a hate oration I guess from me... ...but I don't know... ...there's one bit where... ...where Ori says to the crowd... To the ladies, main to ladies, if you can't love yourself like God made you, I can't get with you. Now we love that shit. Everyone loves that shit. And there's some women making a whole heap of noise like yes. 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 yes! And I look at these women making all this noise. What what do, what what presents to me? What do I see with my eyeballs? What do I see? The ones that God made with 18 inches of weave attached to their heads. Like what? How are you clapping and kicking all in the air? when you have got weave that looks like cheap curtains hanging from your head. Because I'm not, like I said, I'm I'm not anti, I'm not anti-weave. I'm pro-natural. You So I'm not anti-relaxed, I'm not anti-weave. Pro-natural. I think people should have their own hair, right? But. If you are going to have something that isn't real, at least make it look good. Please, please make it look good. Like, I'm a guy. I'm dumb. I shouldn't be able to notice these things, right? that you got to understand. Us men, we are so stupid when it comes to makeup and hair and nails and things. So if we notice what you're wearing is not real, that means it doesn't look good. You no, know, some girls I used to talk to at you and Oh, yeah, but I always liked your eyes. You've got like, your eyes are so bright and blah, 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 blah. And look at your eyelashes. And like, you know, they're fake, right? I'm like, Oh, huh? oh. Uh-huh? <laughs> really? really? I'm a guy. Because we don't put things on our face or our hair. So it was like, Oh, that's a, that's what she must look like, isn't it? And then when we notice that a girl has makeup, you've got too much on. I used to have an ex, right? She's, yeah, she used to wear fake... I used to hate her fake eyelashes so much. The eyes just... I couldn't see her eyes. It's so clunky. She only used to put them on for like special occasions. And I was like... But they look shit. I don't like them. But you know, I'm a modern man. And you know, women don't make themselves up for men, right? They do it for themselves. So... It doesn't really matter. Me telling them they look shit, it does, that shouldn't affect affect the person right <laughs> but I'm not gonna dig out these women for having terrible weave it's all right it's your head it's your head top do what you want darling autonomy and all that but just all right I was making a joke about this on, on Thursday about um but I think like men we've had our we've had our run really I think you know, all these rape stuff happening all happening' just new new guys coming out each each week, some new two celebrities. And I think I think we're done, guys. We had a good run. It was a good good dynasty we had. Well done, lads. Um, we were we were crushing it, smashing it for years, thousands of years. You know, doing really well, men. We were doing really really well. Um, but I think we just let the power get to us, and uh, we've gone too far. Because these like some of these guys, right? Oh, some. You know they fucked up. With, th- with their rapes and stuff because it's not even just rape it's like rape rape and that's not me belittling any kind of rape but these guys are doing rape rape I'll tell you how you know it's rape rape because there's no voices of men or oh, some women try to blame the victims no one's going oh but what are they wearing why are they hanging around with that celebrity there and then and, oh they brought it onto themselves they wanted, no one's saying any of that fucked up shit These are full-blown category A rapes and sexual assaults and sexual harassment. It's just all just yeah. I think we're done, guys. I know, know most of us are not rapists, right? Or sex offenders, but when you when the high-profile ones are just are out there, just messing shit up for us. Yeah. uh, it's ruined it's ruined it for us I think what we're going to do guys we're going to take like three years off of running shit okay let them play Beyonce their national anthem who runs the world girls let them play that Um, let women just run some shit for a few years then they'll see that they're just as crazy and get as corrupted by power as men do and then I think you know maybe the world can balance out a little bit That's what you got to do you got to let the oppressed guys have a run at it that's how the world works well, that's that's how that's how I see it working. Like same with, like racism. Like you can't just say, "Ah, oh, we're all equal." No, 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 no. You got to let us black people have a run at it. Let us run the world. See how nuts we go. If we start putting white people in slavery, then you will go, "Hey, hey, 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 hey." You you said slavery is bad, and then we have to go up. Oh, shit. Whoa! Is this what happens when you get in power? You just do this fucked up shit. All right, did them what? How about we stop doing this and now we call it even? It's only then you can call it even. But if you put black people in power and they don't do any fucked up shit, same if you let women get into power, they don't do any fucked up shit. We have to kind of go. Ah, oh shit! Maybe we should let them run the world in the first place. <laughs> You know what I mean? Say, oh You gotta let the oppressor people have a go. And if they if they've make all the same failings as the as the previous oppressor, then it's even. Then we go, alright, let's let's call it a day, let's call it quits. But um That's that's been my week. What what else has gone on this week? Um what was what 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 what's going on? Um oh do you got that woman nah, nah you're not, gonna you're not gonna answer that. Actually what's we meant to talk about was in my so we're going to Malaysia in like two weeks time now. Malaysia's like just amazing. We're staying in a Flipping water park. How fucking sick is that? You know and this is why I'm happy about being a man Because us obviously speaking to some of my colleagues and the women are like oh my god, fucking in a bloody swimsuit or bikini in front of colleagues. I am not in any shape for that. In my head, it's like it didn't even cross my mind about what shape I'm in. It's like if I want to go swimming, I'm going to go fucking swimming. Fuck that about being in shape. I don't give a shit about that. You know, that when you go to places like Italy and Spain, you yeah, get those Mediterranean dudes who don't give a fuck. They're in like speedos, grey hair on their chest, and they will just sit there at a table at a restaurant like that. Like, they may. They may chuck on a shirt and some flip-flops, but they're on that no-shame shit. they just sat there, just belly out, hanging over their speedos that make you, in a such a way that makes you look and go, is that dude naked? They ain't give a shit. And I just so as a guy, you guys really don't care about shit like that. So yeah, I'm gonna guy swimming. You don't like the look of my boy, I don't care. And, the women's, and these are women who have husbands or boyfriends but like no i'm not getting into any bloody water in the in the shape i'm in that's like, yeah, I don't care. you don't care who are you, who are you trying to get in shape for unless you do it for yourself who cares who cares man but um one, one thing in rehearsals is making me laugh so we've got a choreographer and a vocal coach and the dance moves we're not dancers so some dance are hard to follow or what exactly where they want us to stand is hard but what cracks me up is we've got two experts at the front of the room and they try to tell us what to do and because these people work in like management within my company and stuff, they don't really know how to receive is- instructions by people because they've paid them because they've paid the choreographer they're like right Therefore, I'm the client, I tell you what to do. When it's like, no, they're the expert, so you listen to them. It's like, we've got these choreographed moves, we're meant to be on stage, and then you've got like a buddy, a accountant or a surveyor or someone who works in marketing. Yeah, I mean, I understand why you want us to do that dancing, but I just think it would be better if we did this. It's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> these people like West End choreographers and he's like yeah I get it I get that you dance professionally but I think that we should do it this way it's, it just makes you laugh as humans we can't take instructions we don't like being told what to do and like someone said I don't get what I'm meant to be doing I don't understand and they'll be saying that to someone else and the choreographer's going okay this is what you need to do and they'll just start continue talking to the other person He's like the choralfield tell him shut up. I'll try to tell you what to do, so you know how to do it. And the person would be like, I can't believe he's spoken to me like this. I can't believe he's telling me to shut up. It's like because you won't shut up. That's why you're being told to shut up. It's that simple. If you just shut up, he won't tell you to shut up. Hey. Anyway, what else happened in the news? In the news and stuff, or online. I um, saw some woman. Hitting a hitting a protester with a crop. I didn't even read into that. There was some shit. It's just like because it took about three days in in the metro. Some woman beating some protester who's grabbing the reins of a horse and stuff. Um, I I don't know what happened before or after, but I don't think the horse did anything. So let go of the horse. Yeah, let go of the horse. Um, don't hit people with riding crops. There you go. Quite a simple solution. Just like it just seemed like such a first-worldly problem. No, this is beyond first world. This is such a upper-class problem. A man touched my horse, so he hit him with my riding crop. Just like, No, that's not happening in Peckham. That's not fucking even happening in Essex. I don't know where this would be happening. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. But um, the budget came out as well. Um, uh, again, I didn't really read into that at all. What I just don't get about the budget is each time it's done, there's always seems to be something wrong with it. Like, someone goes, Oh, this number's missing. How are you going to fund that? How are you going to fund this? There seems to be a million pound, like 300 billion pound gap in the budget. I was like, Who proofreads this shit? Like, seriously, like, how every government every time they release a budget and then someone goes there's a gap there's a funding gap in the budget I've never ever seen a budget released and people go oh yeah there's no okay yeah I see everything's accounted for there I mean yeah you're not spending as much on the as I'd like you to do but I understand that the money's coming in here and it's going out there all right That's fine. But every single time. And what I don't understand as well is why they always make the Chancellor of the Exchequer stand in front of Downing Street with a fucking briefcase. Like, it's not cute. It's not funny. It's not. I don't get it. It's like when they make people hold those big novelty checks when they win the lottery. We know that isn't the actual check. That the money. That isn't where they're getting the money from. Like, I know the budget isn't actually in that fucking briefcase. It's on a spreadsheet. Please tell me you used computers to do the budget. You used Excel. Like, if you didn't use Excel, don't piss me off, man. Please don't piss me off. Tell me you didn't use Excel. That's why there's a fucking gap in your budget, because you're doing it by hand, using bloody quill and ink. To do and use like gold coins and move them around on a checkered table. Like, please tell me you've updated your technology and you're doing your budgets like a normal person in the bloody 21st century. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I, 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 maybe I'm just maybe I'm stupid. Maybe there is the actual budget in there. I just don't understand. I, I, I'm a moron. I'm an absolute moron. But um, the world, the world's changing, man. It's changing. It's all. was oh, going a bit shit. Certain certain issues that shouldn't be issues. Certain people in winning victories on things that aren't issues. Like Black Panther movies coming out. Um, I think next year. All my my black Facebook is just going nuts for it. Going yes, finally Black Panther. Whoa, it's coming out. It's um. So what are you so excited about? It's like all black cast. Well, barring a few characters. So, okay, cool. And I saw one person ask a question about, oh, would it change your perception of the film if uh, Black Panther's wife, the Queen, was white in the film? And it's like, yeah, it changed my perception of the film a bit, but it's still a made-up story. Like, <laughs> you gotta remember, this isn't actual history, This is a made up story. One. Two, because it has loads of black people in the film and there's a black director, it doesn't mean there's any black ownership happening. There's no money. There's some money going to black hands, into the actors' hands, but is that getting pulled together for black produced films? We had Birth of a Nation, then since then, what's what's the big black produced film? Get Out. As you get out, there you go. That's one. But I just don't think Black Panther is that massive victory that people paint it out to be because it has a black cast, and it's set in a like a made up country in Africa, Wakanda. I'm just saying it's like the NFL, the NBA. Now you got all black, you got all black cast, you got all black staff. You may have black managers, yeah, that's your director. But who's making the money? Who's owning it? It's not black people. And I'm not saying every film needs to be made by black people. I'm not saying that, but. Don't make out this is some kind of big victory in the battle of racism and racial equality when it comes to power and ownership in media. When it's not, it's just not that. That's all I'm saying. Uh, uh, that's what I feel. that's me putting the world to right, putting the world to rights. Yeah, that's me doing that. But um, if that issue, then oh, I saw this article. My mate, he works in a school, and he was uh, he was just going kind into of meltdown about these different things that have been happening, right? I'll read you the article word for word. Mum calls for ban on tale of beauty and the sex pest. A mum wants her son's school to ban Sleeping Beauty from his classes uh, from his classes because of its inappropriate sexual messages. Sarah Hall from Newcastle claims the fairy tale promotes unacceptable uh sexual behaviour that it's okay to kiss a woman while she's asleep. Um I mean okay here's the thing. Right. This is thing. What's what's your name, darling what's your name? What's your name? What's the name? name Sarah? Um hi Sarah, thanks thanks for thanks for your article there. Um, actually let's carry on reading a bit more. Let's carry on reading a bit more of what she says. I don't wanna I don't I, I am shit on a point yet. Uh, She also says that uh, the the four year old -old, uh, left a comment in a record book for a six year old son, Ben. She then contacted the school to ask if the story could be removed from circulation for younger pupils. The the mum of two said, I think it's on, I I think it's an issue um, in the Sleeping Beauty story about sex behaviour and consent. In today's society, it isn't appropriate. My son is only six. He absorbs everything um, that he sees, and it isn't as if I can turn it into a constructive conversation. All right, so one that's your shortcomings as a as a parent if you can't turn it into a constructive conversation. Uh, this is how I tell my son if he goes, "Mom," or, or dad, because he's talking to me. Um, <laughs> dad, dad, we learnt about Sleeping Beauty. Ah, uh, and yeah, the prince kissed a. A woman go, okay cool, cool well you know you can't do that in real life and that's a made-up story right yes dad I do understand that it's just a story like you understand that dragons aren't real right yes dad I understand it's just a story all right go outside and play whoa no don't go outside and play there's paedophiles out there stay indoors see so that's how I'll deal with it turn that into a constructive conversation anyways carry on uh, she said. However, she does um, she does think that it should be that it should not extend to all age groups. She said, "I actually think it would be a great resource for older children." Yeah, that's true. When you're talking about consent and stuff um, with actual teenagers who are out there probably about to have sex and stuff, what you should use not the actual law. No, use Sleeping Beauty. That will make the situation seem serious to them. Hi, kids. alright um, We're going to learn about consent and rape. Um, get out your textbooks. We're going to read the story of Sleeping Beauty. What? Something tells you this Sarah woman doesn't work in writing curriculums. I don't know why. It's just something giving me a little hint. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't know why. I don't know why I think that. Um, but she's yeah. She goes. Uh, she said I actually think it would be a great resource for older children. You could have a conversation about it, and you could talk about consent and how the princess might feel. Right, look, here, guys. I'm going to show on the point now. Look, you got to understand. In the story of Sleeping Beauty, people believe that a kiss from her was it a true love will make her wake up from this coma she's in. People aren't just kissing her because she's laying there asleep and go, yeah, let's just have a go. I mean, it's like giving someone mouth to mouth. That's how I'd I'd interpret it. That's how I'd translate to a child. Yeah, it's like mouth to mouth. All the other people aren't qualified. So to wait for someone to actually qualify to give them mouth to mouth. Maybe that's how they adapt. They can adapt it, right? New Sleeping Beauty Uh, called 999. They're The ambulance took 35 minutes, 40 minutes to turn up. Um, She's now had limited oxygen to her brain. And, um, yeah. But then, paramedic, Dr. Charmin, he comes along. That's his name. First name, Prince. Second name, Charmin. Comes along. Gives her mouth to mouth. Wakes her up. I don't think anyone can lay there without any breath for 40 minutes. I'm not, I'm not, I don't really do. That's why I'm not, um... So I don't work in, in healthcare. I think a lot of people would die under my watch. I wouldn't actually want to give mouth-to-mouth to everyone either. That's that's why I couldn't be a paramedic. There'd be some people like, nah, bro, if this guy's just got to die in it, I, I'm not giving him mouth-to-mouth. No. Nope, not this guy. I know it's not a sexual thing, but I, I don't want to give him mouth-to-mouth. Someone else will have to do it. I'll supervise. But, I know, it's just it's too far, man. Like, it's just... I just don't think people, maybe I'm not thinking deeply enough about it. Maybe there is a real issue about consent and it promotes a poor message to people. But I just know as a kid who grew up with that story, I didn't grow up thinking, oh, if there's a girl sleeping, I should kiss her to wake her up. Nor if she was actually in a coma, I should kiss her to wake her up. I thought, I'll probably call fucking 999. As you do. If this was really that effective of a and that influential of a story, there'd be so many people dying. She needed medical assistance, but all she had was a cure of men trying to kiss her. Like it, that just doesn't happen, love. Like to stop it, to stop you're just creating drama for no reason. All right, and there's like another one as well. Another story about a woman saying you shouldn't uh, identify girls. By their gender. Because it might make them feel like insecure. And uncomfortable. So you said. In an all girls school. I would refer to girls as ladies. Or girls. I would say pupils. You're in an all girls school. <laughs> What's going on? You're in an all girls school. So they're girls. It's one of the prerequisites of them going to the school. That they are A girl. You can't then go, oh, but I won't call you girls. They're in an all-girls school. I was like going into like a changing room, male changing room going, all right, people. Like, no, gents. You just you can address them as gents. You're in a male changing room. I I, I don't know. I, I don't want to talk on the issue. Like, I know. But it's something in the male changing room going to then be like... Oh my God, I identify as a woman internally and you've made me feel so terrible by referring to me as a gent. Granted, I look like a man in the men's changing room right now, but please don't call me a gent. I don't don't get it. Does that make sense to me? Someone educate me. Because I don't like being ignorant. Someone educate me on that. I don't get it. Um, And I think the bigger issue isn't about women feeling insecure about being called girls. is about us being a society that thinks being called a girl is a derogatory thing. You're half the population. Is that, is that what? How, how's being a woman a terrible thing? Anyway, let's wrap this podcast up because I have been talking for ages. What was it? Oh, 45 minutes. So I, was, I was planning to do a really short one, but it hasn't worked out that way. So it is the relationship dilemma thing that I read from the Metro. Here it goes. Should I go for funny or safe? Haven't been single for almost a decade. Jesus. I've started getting lots of attention again. All right. What are you done there? What have you done? Got a, little, got a little lift and a little tuck there. A little. Now, one day, various men approached me. Some even asking if I'd like to go for a date. Just one day. What happened? Oh, as in she's saying one day in her life, as in not. Not like, oh, this Tuesday, loads of men started talking to me. Like I say, one day, various men approached me, some even asking if I'd like to go for a date. It was obviously lovely after feeling invisible, and I'm enjoying dating again. I'm, I'm very fond of one guy who is calm and has a good career, while another is less safe but fun. I could keep dating both, but I want a proper relationship. I feel inclined to get serious with the first one who appears to feel the same about me. Do you think that's best? Da-na-na-na. This is, this is where people are so weird. Let's read this again. Let's read this again. Word for word. Ready? Ready for this. Here goes. So, <laughs> All right, guys. So. I'm very fond of one guy who is calm and has a good career. That's guy number one. Calm. Good career. While the other is less safe, but fun. I could keep dating both, but I want a proper relationship. I feel inclined to get serious with my first one, who appears to feel the same about me. Do you think that's best? So you've got good career, calm, wants a relationship with you, and you want a relationship. Or you have not safe, but fud. So I'm assuming this guy hasn't given you any hint he wants for a relationship. Forgetting that you just described him as not safe. Like what? Why is this a dilemma? What is wrong with this person? What is wrong with people? Because I don't know that is the first I've heard shit like that. You know I once uh I once got with a girl, right? True story. So it's me she I was dating her and I knew she was dating someone else. Nothing sexual had happened between between uh well me and her. I don't know if it happened between them two, but she said they hadn't. Anyway. You got one guy on the other hand, other guy, who he, he wanted um a relationship and he Liked her, he said he liked her. He's saying all the right things to her, and she was looking for a relationship as well. Now she said that she doesn't really do like the the seeing thing or you know the fun thing, having sex. Guys, no, she likes relationships, like security of relationship. I was like, okay, cool, I respect that. She goes, yeah. So, what about you? What are you looking for? And I was like, I ain't gonna lie, I'm just looking to smash. That's what I said. I said, Yeah. I'm not going to be a dickhead about it though like I'm going to be nice to you and be polite but I'm just looking to smash and um, so this went on for about a few, maybe like a month of you know going on dates and she told me about the other guy and I was like so how's that guy and then she's like uh, yeah, yeah you know, he's alright does he know about me like, I know about him does he know about me and she's like, no, 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 no not really. God. I was like, wait, wait, so you've got this guy who's now doing these things for you. He thinks he's going towards relationship. And then you're out with me who's just telling you, I just want to smash. I was the f- fun but not safe one in this situation. He was the good career. Well, I have a good career. But he was the good career, calm, wants a relationship one, Alright? Anyway, comes to a head. Yeah, you know how she decided? She realised, she, this is how she uh, decided which one she was going to go with. She said that the other guy said all the right things and they're all nice. But because of that, she felt like she couldn't trust him or believe what he was saying. But she felt like she could trust me more because what I was saying was literally so horrible. Why would anyone lie? I have nothing to gain from the things I've said. And therefore, she ended up getting with me. <laughs> that's, how, that's how that played out. Can you see how messed up this world is? I mean, I, I'm not mad about it. But I'm just saying that. So this woman here, she's got a guy right in front of her, wants the same thing she wants. And I no, she's going to go for the second guy. She's had 10 years, no relationship, right? Does she say? Been single for a decade. The way she's described being single, it sounds like she's been single and not actually out there with guys. Well, I don't think she, I think she's not done anything with a guy for ten years. That's why that's how it reads. Anyway, so she's now thinking, yeah, I want steady Eddie, but this guy is just like just the excitement, the lights, the bright lights of the fire flickering. It's just tempted her. I know where she's gonna go. I do what I'm gonna tell her. This is what I'm gonna tell her is what she needs to do. You ready? Boom. Here's what she needs to do. She needs to get with the the uh, fun and unsafe one. That's who she needs to get with. She needs to sleep with him. Let that car crash hit the wall that it's heading towards anyway. And when it's all blown up and she's surrounded by rubble and burnt cars, that's when she'll realise. Yes, now I need a relationship. I don't need that craziness happening. She may go the other way and be like, I hate men, men are shit, and go for another 10 years single. But what will happen is she'll do that. The car will crash, she'll get out, and she'll be like, right, I'm getting into a nice, safe relationship. Nice Volvo of a relationship. Because if she does it the other way around, where she's with safe man, calm, safe man. Doesn't matter how much love she feels. There'll be a part of her is going, I just want some fucking danger and fun. And that'll always just be eaten away. You know what I mean? And when she's talking to her friends, they're all in a little WhatsApp group. And they're talking about how one man did this and whipped her and choked her, pulled her hair and kicked her down some stairs. And she's only there biting her lip. But, like, oh. Mm. And then Steady Eddie comes home just like, hi, um, it's, it's Wednesday. It's 9 p.m. That's our scheduled midweek sex. Um, I will go on top for ten minutes. Then um, we will do doggy style for another five minutes, and then I think I will then um end the sex with an ejaculation. Uh, with you on top. Okay, let's commence that in fifteen minutes. We'll meet in the bedroom then. Okay. She is going to be going through her WhatsApp, through her Facebook, through her Instagram, just looking for that fun and unsafe dude and accidentally bump into him in the bar after work. Ah, th- Go with him. Go with unsafe dude. That's my advice. All right. That's the end of the podcast. I've been Darren. I've been under an hour. Good stuff. All right. I have a... Ooh, 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 actually, when does this come out? Nah, actually, I'm about to go off to do an interview with Good Vibes about football gonna go and do that and then i've got an interview with um drunkle jay on a tipsy talk as well um on monday night so watch out for those not sure when they get released but i think i think the good vibes one is live so i think that might even come out before you even listen to his podcast so let me know let me know how that went all right cool that is the end of the podcast i'll be darren have a good one